0: On. Okay. Pashas Vayikra. We begin today in New Chumash. The New Chumash of Vayikra, the third Chumash, which is called the Chumash of... Karbonus. Sacrifice is a big Torah's koin, a big part of this Chumash is carbonus There is a fascinating medrash that I saw today. I don't remember seeing it before. And it's a medrash actually right in the beginning of the Torah, Parshas says It says the following. Let's read it together. Amr Reb Siman. Reb Siman says, Hey pa'amim kan oira. In the Pasuk, right in the beginning of Barathez, it says five times the word Oyer, which is light. This is, it corresponds with the five Chumashah. And it goes through the five times. Hashem said, let there be light. Why? Because that's where Hashem was involved and created the world. That's or let there be light. The next time it says, there was light. Kinaga sefer veila shemais. That's that's corresponds to shemais. Shabu yatsu Yisrael me'afela That's where Klal Yisrael went out from darkness to light. Okay, so that's the second earth. Number three. Vayaro lekim Saor aor kitov. Hashem saw the light that it is good. Kinaga sefer veayikra. That's the book of Vayikra Shehu male Halochis rabbis, which is filled with many many Halochis, many laws. That's the third earth. Vayavdil alokim Hashem divided or separated between light and darkness. Kenegas sefer b'amidbar. That corresponds to b'amidbar mavdil banyeitzim mitsrayim which divides between those who left Mitzrayim, who all died in the midbar and those who came into Eretz Yisrael after the forty years. So that's the havdalah, That's that separation. Mm-hmm. Finally, vayikra alakim yom, Hashem called light day. Kenegas sefer mishnah torah. That's chumish shehum mali halachos rabos which is filled with many halachos oh well, that sounds familiar Misivin have a of simon so the chavraya the group of some of simon va sefer veyikra mali halachos <coughs> rabos is in the book of ayikra filled the one filled with full of halachos amlahin <coughs> afu shana in dever was repeated you have it again in Devarim as well. You have many halachas as well. Yeah, there's different pirushim of the, mor- yeah. the nevarim what that means. The final answer, which I'm not going to get into here. But here we have an interesting Pasik. We have this is one of the first Psukim in the Torah where the Pasik reads, you know, Hashem said there should be light, and there was light. Hashem saw the light that was good, and he he separated between the light and darkness. He called the light day. And there's five times the word ayir, er, and that re- reflects or represents the five chumashim of light that we have. It's interesting. Of these five, which is the one that it says that the or is good? or kitov? That's Vayikra. That's the Chumash that we're beginning this week. So five times or is mentioned, and it's the five Chumashim, but one of them says or kitov the or is good. What's the Both of them say Right. The fifth one has Alakash as well. Nevertheless, the or tov says dafka by chumash vayikra. Yeah. What's the meaning for that and what's the deeper that's reason? the question on the table? Yes, that's the question on the table. What's the deeper uh, meaning The dafka vayikra is called an or that's tov, that's good. Yeah. So, an interesting idea that I saw mm-hmm. goes the following. There is a Gemara in Mesech de daf We'll uh, test the daf yamik people. Uh, but Baruchas <laughs> is... <laughs> <laughs> put your. Put you on notice. <laughs> put you on notice. What's the answer? What is that? He said, I asked him, "Where's the name? He said, in so He got the answer. <laughs> so the Gemara says in Barakas it talks there about a general, a great general that was in the time of David HaMelech and later, I believe Shlomo as well, Yahu Ben Yehoyada. It says the passage says uh, in Shmuel Binyah Ben Yada Ben Ishchai Rav Paolim, he's a live person, a powerful person. It says a couple things about him, and it says Vihika Eshaari. He uh, went down and he, uh, the is what? The smiter. The, the lion in the pit on a, on a snowy day. That's what the Pasik says in Shmuel. Well, on a simple level, this is some feat of strength that he did that he was able to slay a lion in a pit. That's what it sounds like. But the Gemara, the Gemara goes through all the parts of the Pasik and explains what it's referring to. It says, Ben Ishai. He says he's a, a live person. What? Atukuli alba I and mean, he's a son of a live person. What's everyone else? Son of dead people? What is that supposed to mean? Yeah. Tzadikim, even when they pass away, are still called alive. So he was a Tzadik, someone who's always alive. Okay. What was his act of strength that he was able to smite the lion in the pit on a snowy day? Those that say... The Tovra Gzizi which is he wanted to go to the mikvah and it was an icy uh, it was an icy day and he broke the ice and he went to the mikvah That was his strength. So slaying, yeah, like So that's the slaying the lion represents the slaying his own inner the uh, and he's going to go into the mikvah in that ice. Okay, Ikad Amri another answer. The Sifra de the de He finished the entire Medrash of Chumash Vayikra on a winter day. What does that mean? What does that mean? He, he finished the entire Sifra de Berav, which is Teres the medrish of Vayikra, on a snowy day. Now a snowy day means it's a short day. Short day. The Medrash of Vayikra is a very difficult Medrash. The Yikra in general is known as the hardest finish. All the Karbanas, all the halachas. I know that Bavram is very involved in the Karbanas. He always gives me a new sefer on the Karbanas because it's, it's not easy. It's, it's really the most difficult um, sefer. Yeah, we look forward to Kohanim, like the Rosh Hashiva doing Devodah very soon to inherit your amen I yeah. Definitely yeah. into oh. it. Amen. I amen. I so Teh says, Sifra Dvei how is that alluded to in the Pasuk? Because he slayed the lion. Shehu The halachas of Vayikra is the hardest of all the halachas in the Torah. And that's what we're saying. on a short wintry day, he was able to finish the entire halachas of the Sefer Vaikra. That was the strength of bin Ben Yahya. That's what that gemara says. Oh. So if so now we see that what's unique about vayikra, simple words, it's the hardest of all the chamash. It's the hardest. The halachas are the most <clears throat> intricate, the most detailed of all the karbanas. I mean, everyone knows. You know, even when you learn gemarus you learn Nashim, Mizikim Kachim. Nobody learns Kachim. It's, it's very difficult. It's very difficult. So, so here we have an interesting Zoyer. The Zoyer says in Parshas Chayi Yisora, "Zakoin Inun sadikaya says how the great merit of the Sadikim, the Isganis Luhu Kama Tovin Lahu Alma, that great good is hidden for them in that world, Vleis there's no um, place that's more that's more uh, uh, primi, more internal. Bechol inon, in all the places <laughs> in Gan ki di yadi di like those who know the secrets of the Master of Hashem, vi yadi Buhu they know that every day they connect themselves to study the Hebrew secrets. Vilain inon, these are those the dachkin de they work very hard. And the words of Chachma, Vidaykin law, they're very medayic, they're very, how do you say medayic, they're very meticulous in their studies. Articulate. What's that? Articulate. Articulate. And they wait, they, they, they're patient to work things through. Leminda, Brira, Demila, to know the Torah very, very quickly. What is the Isaiah telling us? That there's a special, special schar for Yigiyah in Torah. Yigiyah which is uh-huh. Toil. There is, you know, you can learn, you can study Torah. You know, a nice idea, sit back and, and relax and learn something. But there is something called yegiya. Yegiya is toil, which is learning very, which is working hard, and putting tremendous effort in Torah study. And the says that the ultimate gifts of toiv, of goodness in the world to come, is for one who actually toils in Torah study. Ah, if so let's put it together. Why is Vayikra the one that is Vayar Lekim Ki Toiv? Because this is the one that requires the most toil, the most yigiyah. Right. The Zayr says that toiv, the goodness of, of, the, of the treasures of Hashem, the goodness of the revelations of Hashem, is specifically the toil of Torah. Va'yikra, as we saw from Yob ben Yehiyada, is the chumash that requires a tremendous amount of effort in order to learn, in order to understand, <coughs> and therefore the schar of va'yikra is va'yara l'kimas a'ir ki toiv. It's interesting. What's the last Torah portion of va'yikra? Because. And here, what they say for what does Rashi say? That not only so that's to learn Torah, that's how, that's how it all comes together. That's from the beginning till the end, end of the Chumash. The Yikra is a, is, a, is a beautiful Chumash, but one that requires a lot of effort. And there's a special Schuss special schus when it comes to learning Torah, not just to pick up information, but to put effort into Torah. In fact, it's written that if you have two people, and one person is just smarter, it picks up things quicker. And the other person is not as smart, and takes a lot of effort. So at the end of the day, one would seem they both know the same amount. One put in a lot of effort. One put in a little effort. It says no. As far as the the kedusha of Torah, the one who put the effort in, that kedusha is much more um, something that there is much more. They attain much more through the effort. nafka and that's vayara or kitov. The tov and vayikra the hardest of all the five Chumash. We see that all little. I'm sorry? But we see that same premise all over. Yeah, that yeah. It's, it's commensurate with effort, with, with, with sacrifice, 100%. Exactly. In many or most chassidish chadarim, the little bochum begin their learning Torah with vayikra. The other, it's a hirim, it's a sku betahirim. Right, beautiful. What does that mean? It says, he, he, what Avram said is that it's the, it's the custom in many, many chadarim yeah, right. that you start with vayikra. The reason we a path, is, chabad does, oh, yeah? yes, and the reason for that is because children are considered the ultimate pure, purity, yeah. and karbanis is the purest of Havidus. Purest of Avodah. Avodah the Beis Okay, let's try to one more idea over here. We'll try to be Bikitzer. The second passage of the parasha, Yisrael Talk to the Jewish people and tell them, ki yakriv mikem karbon la Hashem, A person who wants to sacrifice from themselves a Karbon to Hashem the carbon should be brought from animals from uh, from different types of livestock and cattle and sheep um the karbonus should be brought now in this parsha, we have a number of different types of karbonus which parsha is the Tarah beginning with what kind i'm sorry which carbon which type of a carbon does the parsha begin with says rashi Adam kiakriv miken ken When one wants to bring a carbon, we're talking specifically about carbonos of nidava. What does that mean? There are two different types of carbonos. There's carbonos chova versus carbonos nedova. Chova means obligatory. Like if uh, one did a sin, said to right. bring carbon chatas. Or a karban asham, or if one has to be a, bring a thanks offering, or if one has to bring a carbon pesach, that's karbanos chova. But then there's karbanos nedava, which is a donation. One wants, one feels a feeling that they want to bring a carbon, and come closer to Hashem. So Rashi tells us that when the in the parsha of karbanos begins, it's talking about karbanos nedava, not obligatory sacrifices, but rather sacrifices that a person donates from their own volition. Mm-hmm. Which raises an interesting question: Why? Why did the Torah begin with karbanos nadavah? But one would would assume you start with your obligations. First tell us what we gotta do and then we'll talk about what we wanna do. But no, the Torah is very orderly. And when it comes to Karbanos, dafka, it starts not with the obligatory Karbanos, the khatas and the Asham, and, and, and whatever, the Karban Yoldas and Mitzurah, rather it starts with Karbanos Ndava. What's the deeper meaning and message that chumish Vayikra starts dafka specifically with Karbanos Ndava? <laughs> and the answer that we're going to see here is based on the Ramban. And I'm not going to read the entire Ramban inside because I think our, our time is a little bit limited. But the Ramban famously, in the ninth posse of Ayikra, deals with a famous question, the big question, uh, what people might call the elephant in the room, and that is, why carbonos? What's the idea behind carbonos? Where does it come from? Uh, especially today, it's hard for us to relate to the concept of carbonos it's A lot of people say it's disgusting. A lot of people say all types of things, but you're right. It's, it's, hard. it's hard for us to relate to carbonos today and for all of us, no matter culture. It's a different culture, different world. For us, the concept is very, very difficult to relate to. So, what's it all about? America, and the truth is, the truth is, as many as many answers as we'll get until we're able to see it, I don't think we'll really, really appreciate it. And but Ramban deals with it, and Ramban deals with what Rambam said. Rambam <coughs> took in, Rambam took a very interesting approach that that were because they were idolatrous people beforehand. So Hashem said to take, and they were serving the animals. So Hashem says to take the animals and serve Hashem with them. Ramban totally negates that. Ramban says that really what's going on in Karban is a person wanting to connect themselves to Hashem and, and do tshuva for their averis. And he says, we, have, we send in thoughts, we send in speech, we spin with our tithes, with our desires, and when we're taking the animal, we're, we're basically telling Hashem that really all this should be happening to me. When we, when we uh, you know, pour the blood on the altar and so on, it's <coughs> similar to our kaporis. You know, I so again, the rabban says this, uh, you know, at length in this paragraph, which I said I'm not going to read, so I won't. But he says he says there's the part that we do with ma'isa, with our action when we do the smicha, and there's the vidui we um, um, we confess verbally, and we burn on the fires of the mizbeach the fats of the carbon, which represents the taiva of the person, and basically a person is supposed to be going through an internal tshuva when they're doing their carbon, and in a sense saying to Hashem that really I should be on the mizbeach. And it's the Chesed Haburi, it's the kindness of the Creator that He took for me the carbon instead, and that should be instead of my my blood and my soul and so on and so forth. That's what the Ramban says. Yeah. And then the Ramban says that there's Kabbalistic reasons. He goes off into that. But the point of the point why I'm saying this Ramban is important to understand. Carbon is not just about taking an animal and killing it. Carbon is a avoda of trying to come closer to Hashem, and the animal on the mezbech is only an expression of that. And that's why the word karban itself means kiruv to come closer. Adam kiyakiruv. a person wants to come closer to Hashem so they bring this karban. Now once we understand that karban is a person trying to come closer to Hashem, we'll understand why the chumash begins dafka with karbanos of nidava not chova because what more than anything else expresses that I want to come closer to Hashem? When I'm doing it on my own volition, I want to come closer to Hashem. You know, when the Bespin says, you got to bring a karbon, that's not that much of an expression of lihiskarif. When I want to come close, that's something that I don't have to, I want to. So what the Torah is teaching us by Dafka starting with karbon nedava, is to say that the way we come closer to Hashem is when we have within our heart a desire to come close. And we want to come close. And that's why Chumash Vayikra is all about a, a powerful and, and a loving connection between Hashem and the Yid and the Yid with Hashem, which goes both ways. Which is interesting. If you look in the very first Rashi on the, on the Chumash, what's the first word of Chumash Vayikra? That was a... That was a rhetorical question. The first word of the Vayikra is Vayikra, right? Says Rashi, Vayikra el Mosha. I'm sorry? Even I know that <laughs> <laughs> the, the humility is just... So so Rashi says, <laughs> Vayikra el-Moshe l'chol dibros amiro amiros l'chol tzivuyim. To all commandments and all state, uh, you know, commands of Hashem, kadma Kriya. It says first the word Kriya, Lashon Chiba, a term of endearment, of belovedness. Lashon Shemalachi, Hasharis mishtam shimboi, the word that the Malachim, they use Shenema VeKara Zal Zed. They call to each other with endearment. So Rashi says that the word VaYikra is an endearment, a loving expression. Nevertheless, we don't find most parshas in the Torah starting with VaYikra. the, the parsha of Kerbonis. Because karbanis is all about that Kiruv. Mm-hmm. That Kiruv between us and Hashem, and Hashem to us. That that reflective, warm feeling, that reflective feeling of wanting to come closer. So being that the, karuv is, the Karban is all about us wanting to be miscarrived to Hashem come closer, Hashem therefore um, refers to us also, Vayikra, with this term of endearment of Kiruv. And another thing is when it talks about Karbanos, it says... Adam mikem. Adam is the highest form that a human being can be called. We know in the Torah there's Adam, there's Enosh, there's Gever, there's Ish. The highest form of calling a human being is Adam. The reason for that is because the word Adam comes from the word, as the Sha'Allah tells us, of Adame Le'elyon. There's a, Adam is to be compared to, that we have that comparison to Hashem because of the neshama that Hashem blew into us. So therefore, the beginning of the opener of Vayikra is all about a very loving relationship between Hashem and Klal Yisrael and Klal Yisrael to Hashem. So Vayikra, Hashem calls to us with a lusher of endearment, Adam, we're at our highest point and we want to be niskarev we want to come closer to Hashem. So Hashem gives us this avoida and this safer of karbanis We know of course that until the base will be in in the place of karbanis what's our way of cure of the Is Tefillah As we know, as chazal says, Tefillah is connected midim tiknom and that's why we have Shacharis, which is representative of the morning Karban and milcha, which is the evening karban, and musaf, myriv is its own story. Um but the, the 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 book of Eker is all about that kiru, that desire to come closer to Hashem, which in the time of the Beisamikdash mm-hmm. happened through Karbanes, now happens through Tzfilos, and ultimately merits Hashem, the Beisamikdash will continue with the Abed of Karbanes, Abed's Hashem, Meir Gobain Okay? okay.